0: Hello fermented folks thanks for tuning in to another episode of fermented fiction the podcast where we talk about genre fiction and we drink beer and that's about it thank you to special Bruce for giving us that beer and thank you cascade writers for letting us be your podcast and existing in general now in this show, we have a few segments. The first of which is personal updates. Yeah, because you want to know what's going on with me, Clifford Bullum, and Travis, the co-host over there. Travis, what you got?
1: Oh no, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, I wasn't fully prepared. Like I feel like a lot of weeks, we, we are, but um. <laughs> Personal update. I am tracking my book progress on Goodreads for the year 2023. Mm-hmm. Normally I put it in a journal, like handwritten. Um, and I learned I don't love Goodreads. Um, I hate the... Here's why I don't... We're, we're going to turn this into a bit of a <laughs> do <I> don't like?
0: <laughs> oh, Okay, good. Let's tear into Goodreads here. Yeah, why not? Why yeah. Like Give them what
1: Goodreads. for. I don't like Goodreads. <laughs> Because I feel like social media, TikTok especially, Goodreads especially, have made reading into this like competition a lot of the times, where you you can't like read just because you want to read. People are like, especially on TikTok, people are like, "Oh, I read 110 fantasy books this year," and I'm like, "Dude, do not set that standard for me. That's impossible." Um, and I'll see that on Goodreads too, where I have friends that are like, "Oh, my." my goals for the year are 80 books it's like i got to that point in the past where i was trying to read like 80 books in a year and it just became i was like looking to the next book while halfway through one book yeah i gotta finish this book so that i can start my next book and that's not the point so i said that's that's how you get the literary
2: literary equivalent of abs though
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Kill. But I don't know. I, I do like Goodreads has a – they have a like a progress report on your books for the year. You can set a, a yearly reading goal. So I set mine at 52, and I'm on track, and I'm tracking that. I have read six books as of this week, the week we're talking about this The week this episode previews, I've probably read more, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's my life
0: update. This show is good for reading lists. That's for sure.
2: <laughs>
0: Colin's going to crack a beer on here.
2: Oh, what a legend. Yeah, so yeah. Audio.
0: absolutely. Yeah, you'll want to get
2: that. I like
0: that I like that. Goodreads is a social media platform built around reading and writing. Um, and book yeah. reviews. If they got, got their ISBN settings right.
2: <laughs> oh! I didn't, yeah, I didn't.
1: know this was going to be just a whole.
0: You guys, everybody hates Goodreads. Everybody That's how we're doing this.
1: <laughs> I don't hate it.
0: I don't I hate Goodreads. Like,
1: I don't like what it is. You're still Amazon about. bottom. TikTok is worse for for competitive reading.
2: Yeah. See, I yeah. think you're just doing your algorithm wrong.
0: He does a lot of BookTube, and BookTube's gonna do that. It's gonna get into the competitive reading situation sometimes.
2: Just look up some obscure other talks and just get them in, get them in there.
1: (laughs) Reading should not be competitive.
2: (laughs) Okay.
0: Maybe. What what a socialist. (laughs) <laughs> What's your What's your do you think re- these people are always trying to be competitive or do you think they're proud and is that allowed or no
1: i think they're probably proud i think I, I follow a couple of them that are definitely just proud and definitely just read a lot and that's what they do for their free time and it's awesome i follow this one lady i forget her name but she reads like 120 books a year but like i have never gotten a sense from her channel she reads like four books a week yeah, and it's just because it's really fast, and that's like what she does, and it's insane. Hmm. But um, I get the sense from other people that it's like, yeah, that your T—I don't know—you have to like power through your TBR, and it's like sometimes I just don't want, like, don't want to finish a book. You know?
0: mm-hmm. and maybe well, I the can- only thing that makes you smart and interesting is how many books you've read. Obviously.
2: Or how many books you can make it seem like you've read. No one's going to have sex with you if you don't (laughs) read books. better for me. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'm glad about the the audiobook came along. Now I can say I've read lots of books, and, you know, (laughs) who are you to say I haven't? Like, I wouldn't have got through a Moby Dick if I didn't have an audiobook. I can talk about them.
2: I mean, I would still just skip Moby Dick.
0: Yeah, that's skippable.
2: Probably
0: just Well, you like Moby Dick Evans so in this room. Wow, this with. guy. Yeah. These <laughs> unwashed, uncouth <laughs> barnacles. Hi, babe. barnacles. <laughs> Fiddlesticks. Colin, no one... This you guy, this guy him. is always
1: like, It's too slow, it's too boring. And Laves. he's like, I love Moby Dick. Uncouth Laves. names yes. ever, Colin. Get the f- out of here man. There's no you way
2: you like Moby sure Dick.
1: Am I the only one with an English degree here? No. No. <laughs> There's, three of us. There's actually three
2: of us here. Yeah. There's only one person who doesn't have that. them. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. cool. And he, he loved Moby's. I think that's pronounced Moby.
0: In space have landed. Their names are Collins, anyway. All of them.
1: Anyway. <laughs> What is your life update?
0: I love Goodreads. <laughs> Go Goodreads. And totals. That's oh, what I man. say. Totals. And I actually do. I like Twitter, too. So, sue me. Oh, God. God. Actually, you can't really edit that out, can you?
2: <laughs> you gotta give it a little blur. We can we can blur. Some, I, I guess I have to blur the middle fingers from the last episode. No, yeah. we
0: blew all of our special effects on the last episode. <laughs> yeah. The Yu Gi Oh portion for Travis. It was important. <laughs> now <laughs> we have to do it again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Two
0: trap cards in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I love speed lines, by the way. When I said they could read slides, because I was a fucking banger, dude. <laughs> All right, moving on. Part two of the show, the part that Pedro Pascal comes for, the part that Pedro Pascal loves, and the part that uh, hashtag Pedro Pascal loves us for. We
1: love you, Pedro.
0: We love you, Pedro. Thank you, Pedro. I mean, whoever rolls higher prayed harder to the Pedro. That's true. And yeah, that I prayed pretty sense. hard today, so we'll see. Um. What? this segment is called white oh that's what it's called <laughs> <laughs> this segment is not, not out of context like, travis should uh, have a white dice is what i was trying to say there um this segment is called force enthrallment thank you philip ridgers travis like hp lovecraft prefers the white die wow okay. oh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't need to uh, we don't need to be making comparisons with people on our show <laughs> HP Lovecraft. <laughs> I think that
2: would be bad. I thought it was just because he came back more powerful last episode, like he was Gandalf or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think H.P. Lovecraft did that.
0: No, I he think he came back. Is... Oh, yeah. Because he, he won one. He did. Let's see if he can do it again. Force Entralment, we're both going to roll these dice. That's why we made a big thing about showing you them. Uh, <laughs> the low roll will attack whatever we're talking about today. The high roll. We'll defend it, no matter what we actually think. Travis, what are we talking about today?
1: Disturbia. The, uh, what's the year? One minute. 2008. Oh, don't tell Pretty me. Sure Pretty sure it's seven. You did. I said, don't tell me. 2007. <laughs> it. Um <laughs> <suck> it. <laughs> it. That was a. Gile <laughs> above thriller that is, mm-hmm. um, you know, noir, uh, what yeah. is that? voyeurism Chai isn't that the yeah. voyeurism oh yeah he's uh, doing a whole rear window thing yeah a rear window type thriller about a kid on house arrest for punching his teacher in the face yeah yeah granted <laughs> this is not spoilers in my opinion and this doesn't even get into my opinion of the movie the teacher deserved it awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> sure but- uh, it is kind of a, about a, kind of a call. kid on house arrest <laughs> for that who is spying on his neighbors, and one of them might be a serial killer. That's the story.
0: Might be. Good thing. You know? I also don't think it's spoilers to just say that that is the most transparently serial killer person. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> in cinema history. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Disturbia, we're getting into it. We got dice. Jeremy, that is that on? Oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Oh snap! Sit down. What'd you get? Nat twenty. Okay, well I want uh, the U V effect again. Cause <laughs> I got. Oh! oh!
2: absolutely beautiful. Good God!
0: Uh. We should do something for when you get a nat one. Hmm. What would what would we do? I don't know. People in the, the
2: comments let, let us know. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> right do ahead. that. Let
1: us
0: know. You drink a twisted tea. What if uh, when you are rolling out one, you have to let Jeremy argue for you? <laughs>
2: um, no, that, well, you do know, <laughs> You don't think I can? You don't think I can? No. You know. Lay into a movie I haven't seen in a decade. Oh. Oh, we well, got her gloves up. Alright, we're ready for our timer. Oh, uh, yeah. We're here. We're gonna do some entrollment. Oh, uh, yeah. Want a good, clean, legendary fight with Shia LaBeouf or whatever. Uh, in three, two, one, go. This movie is very nostalgic for me
0: um i was i think 18 maybe 17 when it came out so though i didn't grow up in the suburbs per se i did grow up in a you know kind of out in the country definitely in a very like primarily white school and everything and the feeling of like feeling trapped within your youthful circumstances is a very real thing that I think a lot of young people feel no matter where they grow up or what circumstances they grow up underneath. Um, And this isn't to say I had any kind of a bad childhood or anything, I did not. But I definitely felt trapped where I was and like always wanted to, you know, go out And explore beyond my boundaries and discover new things and you know we all we all want to meet the the awesome girl next door so I think there's a lot of like dream realization and nostalgia that comes back to me uh, when I watch Disturbia not to mention I think this show actually really flies under the radar for being a much better movie it gets credit for because i think on the surface it looks like a pretty surface level movie on in a lot of ways it is like suburbia it's a serial killer movie it's a teenager movie with like famous 25 year olds playing the teenagers um and in all these ways it's a pretty typical like slasher um on the surface but when you actually watch it there is a lot of improv dialogue. There's a lot of incredible performances. There's a lot of great comedic relief. Awesome editing. Awesome timing of the dialogue, the sequence of events, the tension, the release of tension, the tension, the release of tension. Uh, the just the basic storytelling elements in this in this movie are very very solidly done, and I think it's a good example of how you don't necessarily need to reinvent the wheel to make a really good movie. Um, I don't think that this movie particularly reinvents anything or like blows anybody's mind per se. You know, it's a pretty basic hero, hero journey with uh, sort of a negative character arc that trends back up at the end. But overall, yeah, I. I really think it just is a great example of how you can take a simple idea, like kids stuck at home, watches neighbors, sees neighbors doing unsavory things. It's pretty basic. And then with great performances, with a great script, with a great camera team, and KISS, keep it simple, silly. You know, it works out great. And I, I love this movie. Brings you back.
1: It was the opposite for me. I mean, I remember loving this movie, then I rewatched it, Mm. and it is the equivalent of watching Shia LaBeouf (laughs) just do like uh, a Spartan race for an hour and 40 minutes. That being that he's just trying his best, and my God, is he going for broke, and he is the best part of this movie, Shia LaBeouf's performance it does its best with a bare bones crap script <laughs> terrible direction by dj caruso who famously also directed i am number four terrible movie and triple x the legend <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: that is bad that is bad though i would argue i am number four is not famous
1: I am.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> never I heard of it
1: want to mention more films Ashley, who is played by Sarah Romer, it, that just, oh my god, I forgot how bad he is. <laughs> like, the first half, and that's not even an exaggeration, the literal first half of this movie is just a teenage romance story. And then you get into like, maybe he's killed somebody, the neighbor. And, and I thought that half was exaggeration, and then I watched exactly where I stopped (laughs) my rewatch and it halfway through. (laughs) It's because I was sick of rewatching that um, teenage romance story. And it's not thrilling. I love a good slow burn. I've said that before on the show that slow burn horror is my favorite horror. But slow burn horror has to build tension. And I had no tension. I didn't care. And maybe it's because I was rewatching it and I knew what happened. But there's no point in which I actually think Shia LaBeouf is in, his character is in danger in the entire first half of the movie. It's not until you get this, like, all of a sudden things escalate for the second half. That's not what Slowborn Horror, horror should do. Slowborn Horror should, like, build that imminent danger piece by piece and step by step throughout the entire arc of the film. And to me, this movie, in a very PG 13 horror movie style, is just like an entirely different character building story. And then, oh my God, everything's terrifying and awful and it's horror and blah, in the second half, like all of a sudden. And I didn't like that. I thought most of the performances were subpar at best, except Shia. He's uh, he's always good, he's Shia. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was a PG-13 paint-by-numbers thriller that was not well executed. I got very bored. Wow. I mean,
0: they're dropping hints that he is a killer throughout the early portions of the movie, but aside from that, I think it actually does a good job of taking the romance uh, portion of the movie and having it sort of mirror the dynamic that the serial killer has with his victims, because you can see through his interactions with the women that he brings over to his house that they are very much like in the zone with him like they are very attracted to him charmed by him and then all of a sudden it goes completely downhill and i think the narrative between shia and his uh girl next door i can't remember her name in the movie i haven't watched it for a little while um but i think they do a really good job of The movie kind of mimics itself in that way and it sort of builds up slowly throughout.
1: I don't don't think you see those scenes. You see one scene where they're like recording him through his window and he's like talking to this girl and like tries to kiss her and then she like backs away and then they dance and he's all seductive. That's it. That's the only establishing shot you ever get of the neighbor being a creep. And then you get a scene of him like flirting with the mom. And here's the thought I have this entire film. Like, It's hard to not make comparisons. Everything this movie tried to do, the remake of Fright Night did 50 times better six years later. Like, huh. it's essentially the same plot. And like to your point of it's fine to paint by numbers as, well, as long as you execute well. Fright Night does that miles better than Disturbia you still get the teenage romance. You still get the kid at home creeping on his neighbor kind of thing. You still get the... (laughs) It actually, like, develops it throughout the entire arc. Whereas this, I felt like... I would have rather watched a movie about Shia and his dad that dies in the first 10 seconds. (laughs) First 10 minutes. I would have rather watched that movie where Shia got to, like, express his acting chops as a kid who's on house arrest because of this disturbed, like like the whole serial killer plot seems so second nature to just me watching Shia's character struggle through his depression of his father's death Um, and that shouldn't be the point of a thriller
0: but I think you're missing the point of the serial killer I think the serial killer represents one of the dark sides of suburbia which is kind of what disturbia is all about I mean, Shia LaBeouf's character is on house arrest for a reason. He's not just on it because it's convenient. He's on house arrest because he represents that feeling of feeling trapped as a a kid in the suburbs. You know, it's supposed to be this place. It's all pristine and beautiful. But the thing about the suburbs that kind of sucks is there's nothing there except for people's homes. And in a lot of ways, that makes it a cage because you can't go like two inches over your own property or on your neighbor's property, you know? And you might have a good relationship with your neighbors, but you don't always know who your neighbors are. And that's the rest of the dark side of suburbia. You don't know what's going on behind these closed doors. And we hear all these stories about things that happen in suburban neighborhoods, especially serial killers, that happens all the time. And I think that is a, Big point uh, that needs to be acknowledged here is I think that's what the serial killer plotline is all representative of. It's like you don't know who your neighbors are sometimes. And there is
1: horror there. Hey.
0: Sup? That's Jeremy and Colin.
2: Yeah.
0: Every, yeah i don't know yeah, I, had to, I had to drink a bunch of harp <laughs> for yeah. our next one slam it brah yeah, all right i'm gonna go get mine travis what do you
2: got join me what what have you got there it's the
0: same that he had last episode still working on the growler
1: it is a belgian uh, another belgian mm-hmm. it is brewed in colton colorado but I'm gonna pretend that it is named after a lovely bar in Flathead Valley, oh, about okay. 14 from our grandparents' lake house, and that is the Blue Man. Hey, isn't that bar?
0: But where's your slice of orange? Yeah.
2: Come on now, oh, everything's, everything's better, better with boozy, boozy fruit. fruit.
0: He doesn't <laughs> read Moby Dick, and he doesn't put an orange with his Blue Moon.
1: I hate. I never. He's read Moby Dick. It. You see, uh, they were crapping on Moby Dick. I don't mind Moby Dick. It's not a bad book. I think it's too long.
0: It's way too long. It is way too long. It's an entire book too long.
1: <laughs> but I mean, Herman, Herman Melville is no, uh, no Nathaniel Hawthorne. Like, you want to talk about boring? Oh, my God. The sure. House of Seven Gables is how anyone can get through the first chapter. Anyway, that's off off topic.
0: I feel like it I feel like that's one of those books that English teachers make us read because they had to and they're still right. salty about it.
2: Yeah. yeah. You know,
1: yeah. Uh, we
0: got hey, Winter here hook. You
1: go. What? Here you go, kids. Here's this book and the first chapter is fifty pages describing a house. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. it.
0: Enjoy it. You won't even read this many pages about a house when you buy your own house. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Red um, Hook is why Red notes exists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what we got. We got Winter shook Winter Ale from oh, yeah. Red Hook Brewery. Did you add an yeah, S to but, that? Uh, I don't think so. Winter Hook? Yeah, that's the that's okay. name. There you go. There did go. go. Did I say Winter Shook? Yep. yep. Winter shook. I'm the like Winter
2: Hook. Don't don't of shook. Winter.
0: Winter shook. Shook. Kind of like
2: an S. Wintershook. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they went, went too fancy, fancy with, it.
0: with it. Yeah, fuses, Smokin' a pancake, winter shook.
1: Smoking yeah. a pancake,
0: winter shook. Winter shook. Ooh, <laughs> look how dark it is, guys. Ooh.
1: Guitar in a waffle. Yes.
0: I mean, it's no. It's, it's no perfect. black stripe border, coconut border.
1: It's <laughs>
0: no blue one. I didn't
2: expect it to be uh, oh, that. There, there we, we go. go. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's almost. almost... Okay. It.
0: So usually our beers have a bit of a theme that kind of goes with the show we're doing. It doesn't today. Uh, what this beer is, is the beer that survived the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we had a variety pack going on. This and one I, made I, it.
1: Is that from my Christmas calendar variety pack? Yes. That I accidentally left at your house?
0: Yes, yeah, got <laughs> oh dear <laughs> did it travel across three states
1: yeah
0: it's gone okay. we uh great this is the last of it here um this and and the big ballard back there because that is the other beer that survived the super bowl oh,
2: there you I'd
0: go i'd like to real quick before we press on and before travis drinks his blue moon i would just like to take a, a moment of silence for the birds
2: mm-hmm. Silence. <laughs> oh there we go.
1: I would also like to acknowledge in the go Birds. Go of Birds. Philadelphia well, go Birds, that <laughs> though I drink though I drink crappy beers, I will also be always be drinking out of a glass of the best beer in America.
0: Boom. I mean, go Birds. Pennsylvania
1: Brewery oldest brewery. Oldest American brewery. Uh, independent brewery.
0: I'll give some snaps to that. No snaps on Colin. Colin hates <laughs> Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, Colin hates Philadelphia. And loves really you. So. <laughs> and loves, loves Moby Dick.
0: <laughs> yep. Absolutely <laughs> loves it. Are we
1: not cheersing? Cheers with me. Oh, yeah, yeah cheers. <laughs> okay,
2: Cheers. Prost. Dead. Dead. <clears throat>
0: That tastes like Moby Dick.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to clip like that, you. yeah. Nice. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: uh, well, like, I don't I know, know that, nobody's that nobody's
1: tastes like, tastes like this. But... Danticon. And <laughs> I'm glad Danticore. I don't know. <laughs> like, when he climbs off that sleigh after a long night of.
2: Do you
0: think it's just tasting like straight Red Hook? <laughs> this is a Christmas ale. It's a winter ale.
2: It's pretty Christmas-y.
0: I bet that's what Santa's slugging down. He's got a long night. Yeah,
2: why do you think he looks so, looks so rosy? Yeah.
0: It's not just from the cold. He's got some very warm clothes on. Yeah, he's, he's insulated very well. he got to be warm inside and out. Yeah you're going to deliver them presents and happiness to them children all over the place.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't do mine in one for shame. Three episodes in a row. I get full.
0: I hear you. I hear you. We don't jug anything. up. We don't even finish an entire beer each episode. So I do. I know. <laughs> yeah. You're really holding it down over there for beer of the week. Yeah. Because he demands it of himself. He does. High standards, peer pressure from himself.
1: The people asked, and the people were me. Yeah,
2: that was, that <laughs> that was, was all the people.
1: people.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent of the people who asked for that have been
2: satisfied.
1: Yeah. it was a. You've had those shower conversations. It was a shower conversation. It was. Should I get drunk? Every you, you really should get drunk.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: You do it. You do it for the show. And we all appreciate it. Yeah.
1: Uh, listener, do not get drunk often. It's bad for you.
0: You could get drunk every show. Um, per our rating system, our show is best after 10, 12 beers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, yeah. Give yourself some know. credit.
0: Get from Special Brews yeah. if you're in Linwood. Boom. <laughs> earning that sponsorship.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. You got some...
0: We got some segments to do. We've drank right. here. First, we're going to go over to Colin for fun facts. Uh, that is what this means now. That's yeah. Good. Yeah, we need to have ripples on the screen as we go into a dream montage. Pretty good ripples. I thought we were doing Cthulhu stuff because we talked about Lovecraft. You do that. He's super Ripley, bro. I'm gonna take you back to 1942 when a young lad named Cornell Woolrich got his (laughs) short story It Had To Be A Murder published in Dime Detective magazine. And that story, fast forward 12 years, was written to a screenplay that was directed and shot by none other than Alfred Hitchcock as Rear Window, which was then remade several years later and is the only one that's free streaming right now, because no one cares about it. And even later after that, we got to Disturbia, starring Shia LaBeouf. All right. So you're that's basically carbon copy, or are you saying this is directly based on that? Like. like put it- Rear so Disturbia is uh um yeah, based on Rear Window by Hitchcock. Okay. Which was based on a short story. It had to be murder. In Dime Detective. Dime Detective. <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: Brought, Brought to us by, by Alfred
0: Vuklebuff the- <laughs> is a detective that I would pay a dime to hire. There Absolutely. Full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Zing. Like minimum <laughs> a time or, or that's, that's as, as much, much Max. Max of Okay, okay. That Talk of the budget. Good. Okay. You know. Okay. Hey. Colin Farrell? Couple grand. Well, he don't miss. He'll all the
1: price. We're talking about Friday. He don't miss. <laughs> he don't miss. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He don't miss. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't, didn't miss, miss a single, single time. time. Travis picked <laughs> that up. <laughs> <laughs> Like he didn't. He didn't
0: miss, miss an in Bruges, neither, did he? <laughs> no. Oh boy, he could have stood to miss right there.
1: Could have. Banshees and Sharon didn't miss.
0: Didn't miss. Nope. <laughs> did. Total, total recall, recall didn't watch
1: it, so I so don't, don't know, know that he missed, missed anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about. We don't talk about total
0: recall. <laughs> uh, no. No. That's one of those ones that. It's kind of like the one you mentioned. Uh, what did you say? I am four. I am number four.
2: I am number
0: four. Has anyone watched that but Travis? I've never Uh, even heard of it.
2: It It was was pretty (laughs) meddling. Of
1: course
0: you have, Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: All right. Well, you got some notes there?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. What you
0: got, Jeremy? What notes you got there, pal? Mm -hmm. um, On the disturb, y'all?
1: So, So, you know, notes while I finish this. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. exactly. Deep breath. Oh, oh, oh good. Yeah, get get, get some, some of that. that. Boom. God got all of it.
2: Mmm. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. So this movie it oh, follows is a pretty, pretty... Oh, oh my god. god. Follows it is a pretty, pretty well well established, well established trends, trends of like when like, when when teenagers when are, are the protagonists. Protagonist, teenagers are younger adults are are the worst worst. every Every single single adult exactly exactly the worst Mm -hmm. you know that's that's the kind kind of wholesome
0: wholesome, even stuff stuff that that i like that 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 what's your name carrie and moss i don't
2: know uh, i didn't didn't actually actually rewatch this but you
1: know (laughs) (laughs) i'm the only one i tried
2: man but, but then, then the Super Bowl, Bowl happened, and I'm uh, okay, yes. go birds. Go I'm gonna like, go, go watch football for a few hours, hours eat, eat lots, lots of food, and then I'd be sad. sad.
0: I drove all the way from Portland to here, and the game was still going. <laughs> so yes, that <laughs> That's is the Super answer to your question. Notes. Ten notes. Yeah. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. yeah. Uh, adults
1: are the worst. Is,
2: is that Yay.
0: For Shell. What, what a year. year! It was.
2: I had two. Another It was fifteen. 15. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. Yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I. I always keep, keep wondering, wondering whenever, whenever I see Shia. But just,
0: is he? he's, he's a, a good, good
2: actor, right? right? <laughs> he's
0: a good actor. He's <laughs> Nicolas Cage, right? I a young Nicolas Cage. He is yeah. a not. He's, no, he's, he's way better than Nicolas Cage. He's, it's up in the air. Jury's he's out on that, on that
2: one. I think, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's weird, weird to think, think that, that he's this... He gets typecasted really actor. well. As, As like an insane person, person? Just, just, running just running around, around like a, a psychopath. psychopath? <laughs> yeah, yeah why, why not? It's, it's weird, weird to think, think that he's a good actor, even though he's been in so many Transformers movies. That does put a damper on it.
1: He was actually only in two Transformers.
0: He was in three. Yeah, he was,
2: he was in, in three of those.
1: Was he in three? Minimum three. Yeah.
2: You're thinking, You're thinking like of, uh, of, uh, of your, your boy. boy uh,
1: mark Walters. Yeah, yeah. Mark Walden.
2: <laughs> 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 your boy. Yeah.
0: Yep. Same yeah, way. You yeah. thinking I'm of Marky, Marky mark. mark. And
2: I, I can, can see, see the confusion. confusion. He's, he's similarly, similarly I, I assume ran around like, like a psychopath. She's just yelling at people with the muscles.
0: Yeah. yeah. Boston. Yeah.
2: He's, he's from, from Boston. Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> I just dropped that in random conversations now.
0: <laughs> That's good. Basically, because of Travis. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: good.
0: He's a trendsetter. Just, look just look at, at him. him.
2: Yeah.
0: I'll just say it in the shower sometimes and just laugh to myself.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Spider Man. Yes. Spider Man. Oh god. And, and you know, Travis no, was, was talking, really talking during the during the debate, debate that he was being distracted, distracted by, something. by something. And the, the only thing, thing I was ever distracted by watching this movie is just wondering like is, like, is the real song there, are these related <laughs> in some way? I did
1: that too. No, like, it? Like, was was, uh, yeah. did
2: they, they have anything, anything to do with, do with each, each other? Or was was that, that just a coincidence? coincidence? I think it was a I coincidence. Think they
1: might play Rihanna's "Disturbia" in the end credits.
2: I mean, I mean you, you would, would, you would want, want to. to. That yeah, only makes that's sense.
1: Only religion. But oh, yeah. the reason? Do you remember? You haven't rewatched it in a while, so do you remember why it's called "Disturbia"? Well, probably, probably because, because they're in suburbia, in suburbia and, in disturbing and disturbing things happen. happen. Yes, but oh, I assume. The like, they're like, oh, they mentioned the title in the movie. it's There's a scene where um, they're watching the neighbor for the first time together, him and Ashley. And the girl that he's brought home starts dancing and they start trying to match music to her dancing. And they match, um, it, I think it's like Paradise and Disturbia, this like
2: mm-hmm.
1: old 60s song matches to her dancing and Shia LaBeouf's character is like, wow, paradise in the studio. You never would have thought. And it's like. It's like that meme where Leonardo DiCaprio is like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's,
2: that's. You, did you did the, the thing. thing. It's, it's
0: good. good. Did the thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, that's, uh, well, that's, that's all, all I got, got you know, know? Solid, solid, solid flick from actual, from actual cannibal, cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right thank you jeremy thank you collins nice for y'all all All right travis
1: i was not lying i do get the undertone of the like serial killer and disturbing thing but i forgot how much time this movie takes on the teenage romance and it would have been fine if the actress wasn't so awful
0: (laughs) yeah she's not great
1: but sarah wrote like Maybe I shouldn't say so. I don't think Sarah Roman's listening to our show. Maybe you've gotten better, but that place is not good. good. Right. I don't know. Really not good. Um Shia is I will always say. I think Shia LaBeouf's a little crazy. Uh, I think I hear stuff about his like personal whatever that I don't agree with, but as an actor, he's fantastic. He's knocked it out of the park in a lot of performances. <laughs> and I think he does actually capture the like emotional stuntedness of a teenage boy kind of going through a lot of trauma in this so his performance was good i will say controversial opinion harry ann moss is overrated always has been um
0: (laughs) how dare you i don't know
1: (laughs) the (laughs) worst thing about this movie was it
0: sidelined her into being just a mom from like a uh you know daytime soap op It's like, we're going to hire Carrie Ann Moss, an amazing actress, and she's just going to be a mom and we're not going to give her anything interesting.
1: Besides the Matrix trilogy, name a Carrie Ann Moss movie.
0: Disturbia. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. No, she was in uh, Memento and she killed it. she was in Memento and she killed it as a girlfriend who took advantage of him big time so you think she's a good character and then you're like oh my god she's like a psycho however they get better shit. but spoilers round Oscar winning actress Dame Carrie Ann Moss sidelined in this movie as a fucking daytime tv hallmark mom way to go and then we're gonna make this awesome serial killer and he's also just gonna be like you know,
1: Side I will Sidelined.
0: Sidelined by Shia
1: I will say I do agree with Colin in that. I think every kind of plot point besides Shia Buffs is secondary and really, like, doesn't play to the main arcing story. I don't think it's a well-edited movie. It takes way too long for them to get to the actual, like, murder stuff. The Friend is comedic relief, and that's about it. The Girlfriend is i'm sorry to say this like you you came with this point of like oh it helps like related to me is this like i thought watching it now from my lens now i was like this is like every teenage boys like just wet dream
0: 100 mm-hmm.
1: girl met store who's not like other girls and like literally his whole monologue when he brings her up onto the balcony and is telling her all the things he's noticed watching her, I was like, Oh my god, this is the Fedora kid.
2: Mm-hmm. And I was a
1: Fedora kid, I can say that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know, you don't read people magazine, you read real books, and I was like, shoot me <laughs> in the face! Like, no. I hated every moment of that. And I was like, this is just kind of that. Teenage boy's fantasy of being a creep, but it's OK. And they fall in love with you anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. There's,
0: that, that concept of the movie. movie. Mm-hmm. My note was the more I thought about the movie, the more I was like, ankle monitors don't work that way.
2: Yeah, They don't
0: work. work that way. Like, I've gone to a doctor's office and someone had an ankle monitor on. You can leave. Like, as long as you tell your your parole officer where you're going, you can go wherever you want. So like the movie made a serious point of like trying to force this explanation of why he has to stay in this area.
2: Well, the movies, movies don't, don't understand, understand how well, things, things work at all.
1: Wait, what can we talk about? Yeah, did yeah. anyone else watch this? Do you remember who the cop is that gives him the ankle monitor? Because it blew my mind. Like, it's like by old- Really? You're right. Oh,
0: yeah. Now that I think about it.
1: And I was thinking yet another
0: fantastic actress sidelined in this movie.
1: It comes up in my mind because you mentioned that's not how they work. And like I was sitting, I was watching it with my girlfriend and she starts going through how the ankle monitor works and it's like hooked to the modem and there's this power thing. And my girlfriend's like, what if the power goes out? Cause it just stopped working, and I was like, "I don't think." He I also he know. also
0: fumbles with a film camera, and then it and then it the flash goes off, and I was like, "I've I had that same freaking camera. It doesn't have a flash, <laughs> and it and it, like he accidentally took a picture. It doesn't work that way. That camera does not work
1: that way." All that to say, Clay, I don't. Great
0: movie, five stars. <laughs> yeah i do i do actually genuinely enjoy disturbia uh it is a very nostalgic movie to me um i do agree shia labeouf is definitely like a creep in it and it definitely perpetuates that idea that like you could be a creep but it's okay as long as you're endearing (laughs) um, which is a problem and that would have totally been my argument if i rolled low um but i didn't so i ignored that whole bit i also ignored uh i agree weakest link is definitely the lead actress um don't agree with you on ronnie i think ronnie did a really good job actually uh, with that performance and he had some incredibly emotional moments especially when he was like in the moments of terror but he did an awesome job portraying terror and fear and i think a lot of the dialogue was very genuine um, especially between Ronnie and Shia LaBeouf. They, they seem like real friends to me. Um, so I did really enjoy that aspect of the movie. Well, I also liked how the the serial killer is right there the whole time. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's horrifying without any supernatural anything. Like there's no costumes, there's no masks, there's no nothing. Like this guy is smart and creepy. <laughs> in mm-hmm. uh, the Silence of the Lamb style. Bundy vibes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Two things. I think, one, the reason I thought of Fright Night is because, you know, David Morris's Mr. Turner has the scene where he comes in and is like flirting with the mom. Fright Night does that exact same scene, but like, it was hard for me not to just think of Colin Farrell doing it so much better. Yeah. Do- I will never forget... Colin Farrell's like, there's this subtle scene in Fright Night where he can't enter the house without permission. And Anton Yelchin's character like hands him beer, but then like pulls it just inside the doorway. And it's the moment that Colin Farrell's vampire realizes he knows. And there's just this moment there. And I thought of that and I was like, they just did it better. But the other thing is, I think to your point, Clay, I do think, Aaron, you, I'm being a little unfair to Ronnie. And that's just because if you look up Aaron Yu's uh, kind of filmography, he's been ever ever since Disturbia, he's been typecast as the guy from Disturbia.
0: That's because he did such a good job.
1: (laughs) He does a really good job, but it's just like I've never seen him do anything else, so I wasn't getting, I don't give him like enough credit. Well, when when you want the best, best, you get get the the best. best. Because of this performance that he got cast in, like, 21, Friday the 13th, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, and they're all the same character.
0: (laughs) That is unfortunate. But you can't actually hold that against this movie. Again, that kind of is a testament to the movie, so. Or his role in it, anyway. But I agree. Uh, Though I do have to uh, disagree with you on a sort of fundamental level about the lead actress though she has a, I don't think her performance was the best. I do think her character is a real person. Because, like you said, you were the fedora kid. That conversation... That's a real conversation, bro. Okay? And, like, all of us who, like, were book-reading kids and not the football players, and, like, we pride ourselves on, like, I'm going to charm girls with my wits. That was, like, you know at least what I like thought I would get girls with. It didn't work, but like I thought that was my ticket to ride. And I definitely have had those conversations where I was like, Hey, you read
1: sup. (laughs) Fully disagree with you because I don't think Ashley is a real person. I think Ashley is the girl that the fedora kid writes like mm-hmm. I think the yeah. screenwriter yeah. of the movie is a Shia LaBeouf, like is the kale type character. It's like Patrick Ro- I love Name of the Wind, but Patrick Rothfuss's female characters are all written by a neckbeard.
0: Absolutely, like, absolutely.
1: <laughs> 100%. percent no, not your average girl. And it's like, that's not a real person. That is who you want to be a real person. And that's what I feel Ashley's characters no girl next door is actually like that
0: did i like, did i yeah. say that's a real person or that's a real conversation because i think you i said that's a real conversation
1: i think you said at the beginning that that's a real person but then you went to real conversation. okay but i
0: i think you might be right that's what i'm double checking it i'm not actually sure if i said I have, both
1: we may we never know,
0: know. Mm-hmm.
1: i do think that's a real conversation like I've yeah yeah and i mean i've done a lot of like be evaluating like, wow, I was uh, a douchebag in high school. And,
2: Absolutely. We all were that's that's like, what high school was for. <laughs> I do
0: I do remember seeing a like making up for this movie where they all all the actors are in it and the director and screenwriter and stuff. And like the screenwriter was talking about in the director and and they were like, Yeah, we were just like wanted to get that voyeur sort of modern life, modern technology and like looking into other people and that that you know voyeur understanding and lens on the world and i was like who 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 are you making this for (laughs) what do you mean the voyeur like the voyeur you you're talking about you you are talking
2: about you're a voyeur you're you're talking about and you wanted to make make a film about that What that word was when you said it right
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, i think what really it's a style of
0: porn and that's what you wanted to do eg 13.
1: i think what really lifted the veil for me was the there's a character in the movie that's oh what do they call her she's like a popular girl in the class that skinny psycho yeah skinny psycho and there's like a few moments where they have these points of like ashley like runs into her in a store and accidentally calls her skinny psycho and she's like clearly upset Mm -hmm. and there's a moment where the narrative could have like taken some time to say like we're all people like mm-hmm. even the popular kids have their shit and are struggling through things which took me a long time to realize um because i was a fedora kid but it doesn't do that it just gets past <laughs> it and then the next scene ashley literally is just calls her skinny psycho again and i was like no that's not a good message and like that's that's just re-solidifying the fact like Just saying Kale's the hero over and over again Mm -hmm. kind of makes that message clear of like, oh if you're popular you're not a good person in it. Yeah.
2: And it's one of the weirdest things in like movies and TV where like the kids who are popular they're all awful. And it's okay to be awful to them because nobody actually likes them. But then what how are they actually popular then?
0: Mm-hmm. that is actually definitely a common issue in a lot of stories and i mean i think a lot of stories are written by writers and a lot of writers maybe weren't the popular kids
1: weren't the popular kids. yeah yeah
0: definitely
2: no
1: but uh, no. another of another, yeah. <laughs> another is i don't know have any of you seen edge of 17.
2: No.
1: that movie that movie does this same narrative kind of beautifully of like the sister, there's a sister and a brother character and the sister is unpopular and the brother is popular. And through most of the narrative, you're, you're against the brother. And then at the end, you see like his side of the story and you're like, Oh, he also has a lot he's going through. And mm-hmm.
0: like,
1: he just had like a tight group of friends that happen to be good at sports. <laughs> so the sister hates him. Like, I know. I take
2: it back so. i think i did actually see that movie thank you really? for the recap <laughs> now i
0: know yeah hmm. there you go yeah it is definitely paint by numbers though i agree with that and uh the female character definitely the weakest link on pretty much every level um i agree with that you're saying she is like the perception of the girl next door from the point of view of our main character more than she is a real, like a real well-realized character herself. I have to agree with that.
1: I think when it gets to the horror though, when it gets to the thriller portion in the second half, well, well done. Mm-hmm. Like I will, if I would have rolled higher, I would have said that. Like, I think the, the tension of him being like, can't really leave his safe haven because of the, the ankle band is a, Cool narrative the cops coming.
0: Well, just long. nobody trusts him. I mean it's that classic, you mm. know, Spielberg, the kids know what's going on, and mm. none of the parents or cops yep. or adults will yeah. believe them.
1: I did like that. I thought I just thought it took way too long to get to it.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I don't really agree with that. I did kind of like that I felt they dropped a couple things, but just enough uh and when you re-watch it i feel like you notice it a little more but you just did that and it still didn't do it for you so that's okay um what else was i gonna say i do lo- i do love that actor that played the serial killer I forget his name but i've seen him in a lot of things
2: yeah yeah he was good is travis the only one who rewatched this for for the show <laughs> I didn't need to. Is that why? I've watched Disturbia. Thinks it's bad. (laughs) No, my
0: my opinion on Disturbia is solidified. Okay, that's good. I lived in CQ, as you know, and we didn't have internet. That's true. Um, We only had Disturbia. I had a DVD case, and it had maybe twenty movies in it, and one of them was Disturbia. So I've seen it more than it warrants. Yeah. Uh, watching like yeah. it isn't a watch it 20 times movie i could have probably been good watching it maybe three times in my entire life to, like tops but Absolutely. i've watched it maybe 23 times so.
2: okay yeah wow i get that my dvd correct collection grew a lot in cq <laughs> it
0: had to it yeah. had to i i bought all the game of thrones coming out yeah but Disturbia was there, old faithful. <laughs> David Morse was in The Green Mile, The Negotiator, Contact, Disturbia, Twelve Monkeys. G. George a Washington in John Adams.
1: He's great. He's, He's awesome. Green Mile especially.
0: That's the one I was saying. I remember him Twelve Monkeys. He's in that. I think. I mean, I think Disturbia gets some credit because it it does a lot of. It's. I mean, it's very much like Rear Window, like really not a good movie compared to other much better movies of the time. But there's a lot of stuff in it. That's that sort of resonates. Like there's a lot of well done scenes that you remember later on mm-hmm. and that I think influenced other people and other movies and films and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I do think it has good dialogue. I do genuinely think that um, I maybe do not do always do. the best delivered, but with Shia LaBeouf at the, at the helm, he is phenomenal, and yeah. he really carries that movie. And he's having conversations with all, almost every other character, almost every scene. There's—is there a scene where Shia LaBeouf isn't part of the conversation? Like, other than if the serial killer is oh. there without him, right? Um, but yeah, so he's the really kind of scene between him and the serial killer, her and the serial killer, right? That's the one I thought of too. Um, and like the mom and the serial killer mm-hmm. when she goes over to apologize, yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it otherwise you've got shia labeouf's energy on screen yeah and that's going to bring your other actors up too so i think that's what
1: i think too like if you put it not in the category of thrillers in general and horror in general but in the categories pg-13 rated thrillers that's true it is pretty high up because Mm -hmm. not many of those are
0: it's pretty tough to pull that off and they still got away with like it's pretty scary yeah. you know at the end when it ramps up uh, the, the tension in the house at the end when he's in there and the serial killer is uh, coming home and that was all pretty intense I thought yeah yeah
1: how many beers
0: six <laughs> I agree with that yeah okay I don't know I was just drinking six beers every day in CQ, so it's part of the nostalgia.
2: Yeah. Yeah, six of those, a few hits or something, I don't know. Vitamins. Yeah. Vitamins. Love <laughs> mm-hmm. vitamins.
1: I'm going to have to say 12, because <laughs> oh. when I watch it now, here's my logic. When I watch it now, mm-hmm. I have to forget how much I used to be like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a personal, personal issue.
1: I got to drink away the high school memories of of Milady Travis.
0: Oh, so oh. did him. you say Milady? Did you, you do that to a person?
2: Were you walking down the, the were you hallway? Genuine. Were you genuine about it?
1: I never got that bad, but I definitely was the like, nobody likes the nice guy kid.
2: <laughs> oh, the worst. <laughs> I get you.
1: If there's any young or teenage (laughs) fans, probably not. But if there's any teenage boy fans who are listening to this and are like, that might be me, stop that behavior. Hey, stop. I mean,
2: they're just all on TikTok now. This is a public service announcement to all those youngins out there who think that the problem is that nobody likes nice guys anymore. The problem is that you actually suck a bit. And that's okay. <laughs> it's okay to suck a little bit. Get better. Yeah, you can do it. We all did it, I assume. You can do it. I suck a lot less now.
0: Me too. Yeah. I, I peaked back then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was when
0: you finished Motherly dick for the first time. Total Very peak. I was in drama, you know, slaying yeah. it, slaying it, just
2: absolutely, <laughs> just just, it, just crushing every level every day.
0: Were you the Ronnie of the class? Were you just making the whole class laugh? Oh yeah, with your speech yeah. and debate skills. Oh yeah,
1: Speaking were, were you were you the edgy theater kid?
0: I uh, I kind of got along with anyone, everyone. I was one of those weirdos that, like, went uh, around, weird- could go to, end, like, eat at a different lunch table every day.
2: Yeah, I did that, too. Football team and robotics class. Whoa. Yeah. What? There you go. Yeah. Oh, I didn't go that crazy. <laughs> no, I, I just did both of those things. That, 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 just, that doesn't make any Inquire. sense. You
1: did both of those things. I mean we waiting on with beers? Colin? Is it Colin? And-
0: Six. All right. Six beers.
2: Eleven and a half. Okay. Uh, Why the half? So I guess it's just Clay and I. I don't know. I just felt it in my soul when it came out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. I don't know what happened.
0: Yeah. Uh. By okay. the you get to eleven, the sort of half is just sort of sitting there.
2: Yeah, it's probably because I pass out halfway through the <laughs> <laughs> number
0: 12. Yeah, probably. That makes Never sense. totally
2: gets finished.
0: It's a lot of beers. Yeah.
2: All
0: right, so 6 to 12 is what we've got for our rating. Uh, utterly chaos. And <laughs> thank you, Special Brews. Yeah, thank you. For giving us beer. You're making us feel better. Thank you, Cascade writers for existing in general, and for letting us be your official podcast. And thank you, Colin and Jeremy. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, me. Most importantly, thank you, listeners. And thank you, Pedro Pascal. And we will see you all good next night, week. Pedro. Love you, Pedro. Thank you, Pedro. Oh, good night.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, we, we do love you. That's, yeah. That's good. <laughs>